Hey, hey, thanks for joining me on the Meg Ellison Show. I sincerely appreciate you tuning in, as always. My guest this morning, continuing our conversation, Minnesota teacher, Carl Williams. Carl, thanks for holding during the break. Hope you enjoy the music in the background. You know what, I'm just sitting here just loving the loving the ads and loving the music. You betcha. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Well, thank you um, for holding over. Uh, so just as a recap, you, and, and obviously we've had quite a discussion about a lot of what you're describing we're seeing here in Wisconsin as well. And um, and it, it is truly sad and unfortunate that uh, it appears that there's really no, unless... Unless the um, unless Republicans get their act together in Minnesota and elect and and actually have a majority in the legislature and elect a Republican governor, you're probably not going to see many changes. And and I don't know how once these changes are implemented, how they're undone after the fact. It's interesting, you know. I was looking up during the break the definition of progressive and you know it depends on the dictionary you look at these days but i mean there's not much i i have a friend that always says the the left when they describe themselves and describe their policies as as progressive they're not at all progressive they're not promoting progress it's actually regressive or repressive is is really the way that that truly characterizes what the left is trying to push on the citizens of, you know, we're talking Minnesota, but we're seeing it here as, yeah. as well in Wisconsin. Yes, yeah, I and and the progressive is the term that they use for themselves. Oh yes, so of course, you know, I mean, but yeah, I I go back and forth between left and liberal and progressive, but yes, that's uh, you, you are exactly right. Um, and I about Minnesota, I always say that Minnesota is about five or six years behind California. Oh, good lord. Uh, and yeah, it we see we see the dumpster fire that is uh, California, mm-hmm. and and their governor is um, is a laughingstock, you know, Governor Newsom, and, and so I I love Minnesota, you know, I love the people here in the state, and but oof, they mm-hmm. are <laughs> they are running headlong over a cliff. It is scary to me. You know, the the term again, progressive, that you described and how Minnesota or Minnesotans, for whatever reason, embrace these so-called progressive policies. What You know, I used to have this conversation. My husband is a born and raised in, well, he was actually born in, born in Illinois, but spent a very short time there. And then his family moved to Wisconsin. Uh, so he spent the majority of his life in Wisconsin. And I've often asked him, he and I met in the Twin Cities years ago, um, and I said, what is it about Minnesota or Minnesotans? And I'm sure uh, our listeners can pick up my Minnesota accent. But Minnesota. what is it? <laughs> what is it about Minnesotans that make them more, I don't know, I guess more inclined or easily led down the primrose path to ruin with uh, uh, progressive policies? Yeah, I I really don't know. Here's. Here's a quick thought that I just had. A lot of the policies that the le- that the left puts out there sounds good. You know, a lot of them sounds like, well, why wouldn't we want to love people? You know, why do why wouldn't we want to include equity? And you know, what what's so bad about um, 
hey, just telling these people and helping these people out. I think I think a lot. I'll think a lot that the um, especially the Democratic Party does is it plays on the emotions and instead of playing on the logic. And so the, they have done such a good job of saying, well, come on, can't you just think, <laughs> kind of like Mr. Biden, come on, man, you know, can't you just, doesn't this just make sense? Can't you, you know, let's be nice and help these people out. And I think, I think once that kind of works its way into the mind, I think the parameters for what is what is acceptable in a culture kind of gets opened up a little bit because that same mantra can be used for, you know, come on, what's so bad about this? What's so bad about gay marriage? What's so bad about, you know, and it kind of goes down that, it goes down that path. And so I, you know, I don't know, but I think it, I think, a lot of the a lot of the rhetoric that comes from the left comes from the liberals plays on that on that hey let's just be nice let's let let's be nice to these people and the uh, and people just you know their emotions play on that and they're and they they look at it and they go oh my yeah I can't see what's wrong with that that's just my um that's that's my quick thought about it mm-hmm. um. Although I got to tell you, and this is, if you look at any voting map in, in Minnesota, the entire state is uh, Republican, except for um, Hennepin and Ramsey County. County. Yeah, Ramsey County, mm-hmm. probably, probably St. Louis County, which is where Duluth is, mm-hmm. and then maybe down by Winona, and um, I can't remember what county that is, and then maybe Blue Earth with Mankato. But other than that, the entire state votes uh, votes Republican, and but because the huge majority of the population resides inside of the um, inside of the Twin City metro area, that's where most of the votes come from. Isn't that unfortunate? And I know that doesn't even begin to express. It's unfortunate they that they are forcing their lack of principles i would say and their lack of values uh and and i i would just say perhaps god honoring values they are trying to impose on the rest of the state we have that same challenge here in wisconsin the two counties that really uh, affect our statewide elections are milwaukee county and dane county where capital is and it and it's it's truly unfortunate. You know, I always think about, do we just, is the solution that we just divide the country in half and everyone, all the Republicans move to one side and the, all the Democrats move to the other side? Because it's really, I, I mean, to be asked to, be as a taxpayer, to be asked to fund all of these programs. I mean, if we are forced to fund all of these programs that lack principles and lack of our values uh, that isn't freedom <laughs> and right. we yeah. should we really should be uh, allowed to as free american citizens to uh, to be able to live with live out our values and our principles as opposed to having them uh, imposed on those on the left that don't really represent the majority of everyone else in the state 
Yeah, I see it, it kind of it kind of looks at the power of the electoral college mm-hmm. in the um, in the presidential election. Um, yeah, I wonder if we should go with an electoral college in um, in the state um, elections too, because I mean that would give that would give equals not the right word, but it would give more strength to the votes of the people in the out state. Mm-hmm. Um, be- because that's what the Electoral College does. It, it's strange, but it allows each state to have an equal say or proportional say in what happens in the in the presidential election. I wonder if to adopt an Electoral College in, in a statewide and then have each county be, have a, a, an Electoral College vote. I, you know, I, I don't know, but you're, you're exactly right. When you have... Ninety-eight percent of the of the state is is outvoted by two percent. You're just you're not getting a republic. You're not getting a uh, a fair representation of what people are saying. So, um, how have your colleagues reacted in your school to you expressing your well? I guess your plan to to leave uh, leave the school district and leave the state of Minnesota and and go. Well, go to the land of, uh, uh, I think it's Doug Burgum that is the governor of North Dakota, if I'm not mistaken. Of North Dakota, yes, yeah, the, the land of the bison. So, oh, yeah, right. we're, um, right. Have you had bison steak before, by the way? Have not, no. Oh, I'm my gosh. For that. Yeah, well, good? let me tell you, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's delicious. Okay. So, look forward to that for sure. <laughs> I, I will, yeah, no, that's, that's, you know, I, I'm kind of a foodie, so I, I, I look forward to trying that. <laughs> um, so most of my colleagues, I've had many of my colleagues reach out to me, and and I, I've had the gamut, right? So I've had a lot of my uh, colleagues reach out to me and say, Carl, we respect we respect you for standing up to with your, your morals. Uh, we respect you for having a stand and, and actually saying something. Um, and and I wish we could be there, but I just can't right now. Um, I've had people that are like, ask me, like, what exactly are you talking about? You know, they, because they, 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 they didn't do the research like I did. And so they're like, well, what kind of thing is coming down the path? And so I would explain it a little bit, and they're like, well, I have to look more into that, you know, and, and that's respectful. And then I've had people, I've had other colleagues that are like, well, I don't agree with you, Carl, but, you know, I respect the fact that you are um, holding up holding up your integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I haven't had any negative pushback um, from my colleagues, and I don't expect it. We, we really have a tight uh, faculty at, at our school, so I really don't expect it. Um, and I've had other people from the community reach out to me and say, um, you know, well, best of luck to you. Um, sad to lose you, mm-hmm. um, and and they they want nothing but the best for me and my family as we move on. So, are you going to be teaching science at a high school in North Dakota? Yeah, um, the the high school that I'm going to be teaching at in North Dakota has an average graduating class of about eight, um, and so I will be I will be the science teacher seven through twelve at this small school district, um, dead center um, North Dakota, um, 
So I'll teach all the sciences, 7 through 12, um, and I'm, I'm excited for that. I really, really am. I, I did that when I was down in Missouri at the, at the private school. I was the science teacher for three, four years down there. And it's really nice having the ability to set up the program the way I want it. And so the seventh graders will learn some of the stuff that I'll expect the high schoolers to know. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we can have that nice walk up in the, um, in the curriculum. So, yeah, it's uh, uh, central, central North Dakota is where we're headed. So did you look at any other red states before you settled on North Dakota? You know, what happened is, is Michelle and I, yeah, the decision was actually made quite some time ago to actually start to look. And so, because I can't, I mean, this is the honest truth. I can't, like, I, I own a truck. I researched that truck for three years before I did, before I bought it, because I, I wanted to know, you know. And so, when we were, when we were looking to move, we made the decision, hey, yeah, we're going to move from Minnesota where should we go? So we looked at Wisconsin. We looked at Iowa, North and South Dakota, Montana, um, to just try to stay in the region because we have we currently have two grandchildren and we have one on the way. Um, and so we wanted to stay within at least uh, a day's drive. Um, and so we, we looked at Wisconsin and I saw all the upheaval that was happening there, um, looked at Iowa and there they're conservative as well, and then looked at North and South Dakota, and I put out, I started putting out applications to North and South Dakota, um, and um, started getting replies back, and the, um, the school district that um, uh, replied first was um, the one that I, that I actually signed with. Well, that's, I'm so happy for you. I'm, I'm actually really excited. I hope you'll keep in touch with me, actually, that uh, you'll keep in touch with me. Um, this new adventure uh, is something that I think, uh, well, I, I, would, I would gather that some of your colleagues are, I hate to say the word envious, but perhaps they are. And uh, this is a, a new adventure for you and your wife. I wish you the best in your journey. Oh, and I, I applaud you for your, uh, your willingness to... Well, decide that you, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's and, right, Kenny Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Well, and yeah. and I think I I think that uh, I you have to go with you know with your your principles and your values, and and obviously uh, they're not going to remain in in Minnesota. And I mean, I hope for both of our sake, just for our our birth state, that uh, that. I don't know, I guess common sense eventually does prevail, but uh, it, it looks a bit bleak right now in Minnesota, that's for sure. It, it does, and I, and I hope and pray that, was, um, that the majority um, stays with the Republicans in Wisconsin and that you guys uh, elect a, a good, faithful um, uh, Republican governor that, we, that you guys can steer the ship before you get here. Minnesotan. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. Yes, that's exactly I, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's indeed yeah, true. 100%. Well, Carl, thank you again. Carl Williams, yeah. I really sincerely appreci- appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for sharing your story. God bless you and your your adventure ahead in North Dakota, oh. and I do hope that you'll keep in touch. Thank you very much, Megan. Thank you very much for the 
for the uh, um, opportunity that you have given here. I, it's, it's really nice to talk to a fellow conservative. Amen. Well, anytime. Well, stay in touch. Take care. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, we will talk soon. All right. Thank you very much, Megan. Thank you. Going to the 10 o'clock news, followed by my next guest this morning. I encourage you to continue to tune in as I have a conversation with Corey Brewer. She is an attorney from Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. We will be discussing school choice here in Wisconsin. Stay tuned on WSAU.